Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, <laughs> Lara. It's and Carrie. Carrie, and welcome to Sexy Unique Podcast. Podcast. Happy Wednesday! Happy Thursday! Happy it's Thursday. Wednesday for us, but it's Thursday for you. Happy Thursday! You're existing on a whole different plane of day. I'm existing in a whole different plane of everything this fucking week. Honestly, this I've week, had the most harrowing week of. Why is your week so harrowing? Well. It's not that harrowing, but of the, of the last few weeks, <laughs> I had jury duty. The last few, I weeks. had jury duty. Oh yeah, you had jury duties. That is mm-hmm. harrowing. I got picked for the trial. <laughs> Drove over there yesterday. Got a speed. Got a ticket Ugh. for running a light. And it was out in Santa Monica. And troll, then I got there, troll, and it was a mistrial. A series of trolls. Mm-hmm. There is no jury duty scenario that is not a troll. Mm-mm. It's just like your civic duty to be trolled. I was telling you before, like, I really have to adapt, adopt that just brutal, no fucks given mentality of like, I, I will be a monster to you today. So you, you will excuse me. Oh, yeah. I go into total like borderline psycho bitch mode where it's like. I'm just going to make it clear with like body language and actual language that I have no time for this. Jury duty is performance. It's performance art. What, what is that called when they question you? Is it boot? I forget what it's called. When the examine, no, when the attorneys question the jury to like suss out who they want. Oh, interviewing or I don't know. Whatever, whatever it is, whatever they do. But it was like high performance art. You really have to like, I was living for the drama. <laughs> I love the drama. And I also, I really like aligning with other people that are over it. And oh, so yeah. That we all share Knowing the looks. same sentiment of like, ugh, like throwing our hands in the air. We're all on the same team. Looking at each other, giving this knowing like, mm, here we are. Because do you even get paid if you're a juror? You paid like $20 or something? I, I think so. I think I got $15. I think you get like $15 to show up. 
And then yesterday I had a zero dollars because yeah. it was a mistrial. Now you're in the red, actually, because you I have to a, pay for a parking ticket. No, I had a, a legit ticket that I think I might have to go. Oh, to, like, an actual ticket. Yeah. Fuck. Mm-hmm. So you're paying money. I said to the cop, I'm going to jury duty. <laughs> what he, did he say? Nothing. He doesn't give a shit. He was on a bike and he had one of those little... A bicycle? Yeah. What? Like a motorbike. Oh, motorcycle. Okay. <laughs> a bike. <laughs> a motorized a bike. vehicle with two wheels. What he was is on a, that? <laughs> he was on a tricycle. Yeah, uh, jury duty is a troll. It was, Especially if, like, I, I think, honestly, jury duty is probably great if you have a nine to five that you don't want to be at. It's a yeah. Fun, it's a fun other place to go. But no one there, no one on, on my, whatever, no one of the 24 that were picked to be questioned were loving it. Yeah. Someone, <laughs> people were pulling out. I grew up in the school of hard knocks. I was like, oh, my, shut I was like, what? And then um, at one point I was nodding at something <laughs> someone was saying. And I was in the front row, of course. Yeah. And the plaintiff attorney who was suing said, Mr. O'Donnell, you're, you seem to be nodding. Or is something resonating with you? And I was like, bits <laughs> of what she was saying. I said, just bits. You're but, too coy. But I, I should have been. I you gotta been, lay it on thick. I like. I, I like hinted at suspicion, but I was a little like. I was a little like I'm peering through. I'm like parting the blinds. Yeah, you're Jeffrey Star in that meme where he's like just looking yeah. through the sheer curtain. I'm I'm like sheer curtaining it, like parting the sheer curtain and looking outside at something suspicious when I should have just been punching through the glass yeah getting my hand all bloody and just waving blood around Mm -hmm. that's how i should have been that's how you have to be that's how the girl next to me was and she was merciless and i was i was like at one point kind of afraid to be sitting next to her because she just had this vibe of like i'm getting out of here and i was like wow she's i go charlie's theron mad max (laughs) level in jury in any sort of potential jury duty i want to present myself furiosa full furiosa liability that's how i'm trying to be Lara, i'm trying to furiosa the fuck out of there laura and jury duty is that shot of her kneeling in the desert and just she screaming goes, that's you mm-hmm. i should have been furiosa too but i was and then i was like when i got picked i was like does this say something about me like is this a psychological test that i failed like if i was in the apocalypse would i die you know what i mean like i was i, it I felt gets existential i i had like i almost felt like depressed when i was driving home because i was like did i fail in mm-hmm. some way was i too timid or does this does this say that i'm too like no you're probably just a good person that's no like... i i i i don't know what like i was like going into it i was like i'm gonna be furiosa mm-hmm. but as but soon as i sat moment... down i was like <laughs> i was like i am on trial like i was like <laughs> as like, god yes, is my witness <laughs> i was totally like i am i've been caught i think it's my shame mm-hmm. i just have like insurmountable amount you have of guilt i have guilt for everything yeah so i think i just the minute i sat down i was like oh my god like if i don't tell the truth i'm furiosa ruined <laughs> through you have a grenade launcher as a hand i'm literally <laughs> you're rose you're rose mcgowan in i am in, with the uh, in machine, planet terror with the machine they ask me a question and i just raise my leg and shoot a fucking round into the ceiling and then i cross it over and i'm not wearing underwear sharon stone style and then i'm like no more questions your honor <laughs> and they're like get her out of your here. foot is smoking <laughs> my foot's your, your smoking. gun your gun is smoking. you cross your legs and you the go the whole courtroom <laughs> 
my vagina as I cross my leg over, and then I go, "That will be all." <laughs> that will be all. And they go. Miss Jane Hall, works. You're dismissed. And you. And I go and blow off my foot, and then I say thank you and hop out of there. <laughs> I am not doing your fucking jury duty. I'm not gonna do it. That's a no for me. Sorry, not sorry. I am that bitch. I'm laughing so hard. I was gonna fart. Literally, do not ever ask me to come to jury duty. I wish you could have just seen Laura's image of her blowing off the invisible smoke, blowing the roof off the courtroom. Firing warning shots into the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't happening, oh, Your Honor. I should have done that. I'm literally Danielle Staub in a courtroom. I'm Jacqueline. Yeah. I was like, at one at one point there were the the case was I think pretty scammy, but mm-hmm. I. I it was there was some complicated factors that I won't go into. Yeah, big factors, and one of them was the person being who was suing was not going to be able to, to testify himself. So his mother was going to be able to talk to testify him, which I was like, I roll that, and I said I was like, I'm a You're little. Like, I said I've got to be honest with you. I'm a little suspicious of that fact, and no one else had said it at that point. And then as soon as I said it, everyone started saying it, and they said it more aggressively. <sighs> Yeah, so you started like, the wave. You just didn't ride but it. I got caught in the current. Yeah, you did. You I got, got sucked in under crest. in the undercurrent. I got caught in the foam. Yeah, but it was it was it was pretty gnarly. And then, but then the mistrial was a godsend. Yeah, and then it was over for was now. Over. And I was like, <laughs> before we went in, I was like, we were all like kind of commiserating. It seemed like a good crew. It was mostly women. There was like four guys and eight women. And so I was like, oh, this is a good group. Everyone was nice. I was like. I'm going to forge some connections now because this is going to be my people for the next few years. And then then we were like, fuck all of you. Bye. Bye. (laughs) It was like the lights came on and we all just went, bye. Bye. See you never. See you literally never. (laughs) If I was a billionaire with just like nothing to do and had a lot of time on my hands and then got called for jury duty, I would happily just like fuck with it. And like, I would be actually the best juror. But I need to get I need to be, get paid top me too. dollar to be a juror, and you can't lure me into a jury with like fifteen dollars and some <laughs> low budget fucking trial in a bullshit courtroom. It ain't happening. Yeah, you had the right mentality. So that was my my harrowing. That is harrowing. You had a harrowing night in a good way. I had a positive wild night. Harrowing. I had a positively harrowing night in the best way possible <clears throat> last night because I went to Tom and Ariana's fancy AF cocktail party. Woo! Opening party. Woo! I was in a place of woo. You were in a place of woo. I was in a place of nunca. You were in a place of woo. Yeah. Ronnie from Watch What Crappens asked me to so be his funny. plus one. He's and the best. He truly makes me lol from the second I see him to the second we part ways. I only, I've never, I've only chatted with him on the phone, but. He's a true gem of a human yeah. being. And I was honored to be his plus one for the night. And 
yeah, the cocktail. What can I say? The cocktails were really good. They had one called a Tequila Katie, which shockingly was the best cocktail. Wow. It was like a margarita with beet juice in it. Ooh. It was yummy. Um, a margarita. And it, a margarita. I'm deducting one point. Whoever tagged us, <laughs> the margarita <laughs> The pick. margarita was really good. Thank you. Um, yeah, and all like all the Vando crew was there, <laughs> except Jax was not there, and Missing. Brittany was there. Whoa. Which was weird to me. Was she drinking? Mm, I don't know. She was wearing a pink jumpsuit that I've seen before. <laughs> and I didn't Still got like an it ulcer? then, and I didn't like it now. I don't know. Uh, I wasn't really tracking her so much. Though I did meet her at the end of the night as I was like walking out and said hi, and she was very sweet. Oh, um, you said Lala was. Lala is truly stunningly gorgeous. Like her derm deserves awards. Awards. He's up for across the board award season. We need to figure it out because I need that. It's Jason. <clears throat> I think she sees Jason Diamond and maybe another guy, but like. Because she had come to podcast way back in the day when I was doing Pumped Podcast. And she came on. It was like, I think after her first season of Vanderpump Rules. And she's always been like really pretty. But she just had some like skin issues going on. Like a little bit of acne. That ain't the case anymore. She She's looks like up. she has like a rich face. Yeah. You know, some people just their face is rich. She's full blown. She rich has wealth face. face. Yeah. Total wealth face wealth like body language i was very like i was impressed i was in a state of awe (laughs) and in a state of woo did you say hi to her yeah i said hi to her was she nice she was nice i think i feel like she like couldn't place me great outfit good outfit yeah she looked like we saw her in a jumpsuit yeah we saw her in a jumpsuit at tom tom she had black hair Uh, she's back to like (laughs) a kind of honey-ish color of hair which i think suits her better god randall and her yeah, they're really... He must really be rich. He has some... Or a really good line of credit. Yeah. Yeah. She's... But she was killing it. Um, I ended up standing behind... Obviously, Tom and Ariana were super nice. Yeah. As they always are. Right. There was a photo booth. Tom wanted a photo booth to be editorial. So it was a guy taking your photo with a camera and one light hanging down. And so it was like... You're splashed kind of with light in the face, but behind you is like dark black. So it's like really dramatic. And the photographer was screaming directions at people, but it was really effective for like, like getting the best shot that you could really? possibly get. Like Tom, you could tell he was like very invested in having everyone look modely. Of course he was. So the photographer would be like, don't look at the light. And then like Ronnie and I posed for a photo and I kind of tried to do like a couture lean and he goes, don't lean. And so then I straightened up, but he really did. He knew what he was doing and I trusted, I trust a scream. Yeah. If someone screams it, yes, I absolutely trust them for me. 100%. I want more people to scream directions at me. Me too. I I absolutely respond to that. I want someone to wake me up every morning doing that. Yeah. It was effective in the pictures. What if that guy followed you around all day? (laughs) Don't go in there, Juan! He needs to be like, don't pull up the Daily Mail! When I go to like, he needs to keep me on task and photograph me. Don't go to 7-Eleven three times in one day! (laughs) He slaps some of the food out of my hand. Put those gummy air... 
airhead sour candies out of your hand that get all the sprinkly stuff in your bed. Get it out of here. Get it out. Don't eat that in your bed. <laughs> yeah, you need. We all need a screen photographer mm-hmm. in our lives. So Tom is like on the right track with that. But you were standing behind. But so at one point in the night, I was standing behind Katie and Stassi. They were like sitting with a group of people. It was like Katie, Stassi, Lala, Logan, No, who is maybe James Paramore at one point or another, and Brittany. And then Bo was off to the side, like chatting with Ronnie. And I was like fully conscious that I was now in like the lion's den a bit. But also I was like, I don't want to just stand here awkwardly because that's like not my vibe these days. So I was like, I'm just going to be like kind and say hi because that's like we're all humans in this yeah. situation. So I said hi to Katie and she seemed kind of like shocked at first, but then was like nice and conversational. And then... I was like, hey, Stassi. And she just looked at, she just like gave me a look. And I was like, it's Lara. Like we, and she looked at me like she did not know who I was. She Danielled you. She didn't fully stopped me. Danny? Danny? Danny Provisano? (laughs) That was Stassi to me. I was like, hey, because we've podcasted together. And last year we had a whole night out with my friend Jason like out on the town in New York, like to, oh, to yeah. the streets. Like we've hung out. Also, she listened to our. Episode. Oh yeah. Also, she listened. she listened to road her road to sir episode. She commented on my photo. I listened yeah. to the whole thing. The only thing you didn't get right was like her about the, the name of whatever girl. Yeah. But like, I was like, you. I know exactly what you're doing. You I was like, I, I go. We went out. Uh, <clears throat> we went out like last year with Jason. I was like, I have brown hair now, so like it's different because some people have like been really thrown by my natural hair color. She goes, Jason, and I was like, uh, yeah, like <laughs> an explain. And then she was like, what? Like I was like, are you mad? Like I know what you're doing right now, and it's just a lol but also like you didn't you're tell a me that part that. yeah she was like confused and then katie kind of explained she was like oh and then just like sat there and i was like okay and then i like chatted with Bo for a second and then i texted you and like lolled and walked away wow. so I was just, like, whoa and then she kept going up to ronnie like she did the like classic mean girl thing where like you go up to the person that and the person like, you really like nice isn't to talking them. to and you're really nice to them and I was like, okay, like I. She knew who exactly who. I'm you like, were. honey, I went to private school and then a boarding <laughs> school. I know this I song know this and dance very, very well. I've been a woman but for go thirty off, plus queen. years. Yeah, I was like, I'm 35 years old, a little bit older than you. Yeah, this ain't my first time at the rodeo. Wow, yeah. I'm, that's like. She was like. That is straight up like. She was power moving me, but she Jason? didn't know that there was no. <laughs> Jason? There were no power moves to be made. I love that face. Like, she looks around. She was like... (laughs) Like, who's this girl talking about? Yeah. Like, a true who am I talking about trying to make me me doubt my own reality. I don't love her hair color. Hmm. Think she's better as a blonde. Good for her. But you know what? Congratulations. Congrats on her tour. Congrats on her tour. We have a tour coming up. We have a tour on the horizon. We We were really excited to share the news. And we're so happy that people were excited about it and 
we're just we're ready to rock. There's been a pre-sale going on <laughs> There's a pre-sale for all currently. the members of the Facebook group, Patreon. Sex Unique People, and all the Patreon people, Get and tickets it. are selling like hotcakes and fully on sale on Friday. So if you want to, yeah. if you were worried about any pre, like go for it Friday. Yeah, and if there's st- still tickets available on Friday, get to it. We're really excited though. We're I'm excited. So fucking excited. I'm excited to be back in New York because that's where I used to live, and I'll see some people there. And we're all excited. I'm excited to meet all the listeners. Yeah, it's that gonna you've be taken a while. This time. crazy road is so cool, and I've, I haven't been to Chicago in 11 years. I'm Truly. excited to go back to Chicago. No, 13, 14 years, 15 yeah. years. I was there. When was I there? In 2015. Oh, and then maybe a little bit after that. But not in it. I've never made like a triumphant creative return to the city. We're both going where we used to live. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Which is cool. And it feels good. It feels good. Everyone has been really, the people who have reached out have been super cool. And I'm just like, it's going to be really fun. We're too blessed to be stressed. We have some fun things planned. We have a lot of tricks up our sleeves. Shout out also to Greg Kozatek. Oh, yes. Who made the poster. Greg Kozatek is like... A creative genius. He's truly a genius. He's an amazing artist. You should check out his stuff. Follow him on Instagram and Twitter. He's at Kozatek. At Kozatek. He's really, really gifted and like... A visionary. is a true lawler and gets it so much. He's He, again, is... The one responsible, if anyone remembers the image of Lindsay Lohan with a serpent, a serpent body, mm-hmm. he he brought that to life. <laughs> he conjured that. He's like a he's a witch in the best way. He is. I mean, there's only a good way to be a witch, but he's amazing, and I'm just really grateful that he and he's gonna hopefully be doing some other stuff. Too. Yeah. So, so get your tickets on yeah. Friday and come for the show. Stay for the after show. <laughs> God, everyone's like, I'm not. They're like, uh, they were about to push <laughs> they were by, about to buy their ticket. They take their hand wow. away and then just like put it back in their lap. And they were like, good no. luck to both. No, no, I don't. So think, I'm, I don't think so. I'm really sorry about that. And I fully. Dude, I'm not checking this out. <laughs> I am. I am not checking this I out. I am not checking this I'm, out. I'm very sorry about that. Our and show will be better than. It that. would be better than. <laughs> Can you imagine? You have to have some of that to make a great show. <laughs> Can you? What if we just sat there and we were like really <laughs> awkward? Thanks to the team. Thanks to the team for this. Thanks to the whole team. Thanks, guys. The show is just me pulling my hair back behind my ears like 50 times in a row. <laughs> and then me folding my ears like mm-hmm. I do. And then just me like crossing my legs 37 times. And like not making eye contact with each other or anyone. And then me like checking the back of my head to see if I have bald spot still <laughs> and see if my propecia is working, which it does. And then suddenly I like check my phone and, and you just, just start like scrolling Instagram. And you just like show me something and then you get a phone call and then you say like, hey. hey. And then it's me. It's me. I'm like doing this thing, but what's up? And then I just take a hushed phone call. Yeah. And then I just like text. Yeah. And then I, and then after about an hour and a half of that, we just get up and leave. All the lights come on, and <laughs> we can't talk about. That. <laughs> so that's the show. That's the show. No, it's going to be amazing. No, it'll be way better than that. I'm. I'm really excited, and everyone is so funny who listens to this podcast. So it's I. It's going to be a room full. Can you imagine? I can't. I, these. 
theaters full of lollers is like i'm high off seriously the people the writing and like the just the humor is like so fun like everyone who listens to this podcast is hilarious we're gonna walk into a room and go where's the applause where's Where's the the applause and we'll both have applause and laughter where's the oh here it is (laughs) hi guys finally I can relax. Hi, Georgia. <laughs> yeah, that's from no Liza Minnelli on QVC. <laughs> Hi, someone from Georgia. We have a list. We have a caller from Georgia, and she goes, "Hi, Georgia." <laughs> we I'm need so Liza. glad you called. And then and <laughs> there's a part where the woman's like, "You're an you're an inspiration to me." Some caller calls. She goes, "You're an inspiration to me. You're an icon, and you're and you're often a mentor to me." And then Liza goes. Oh, you're a mentor to me too. <laughs> That's how I feel about the. That's readers. how I feel. Yeah. I am Liza. Everyone, Google Liza on QVC, and you'll know what I'm talking about. And that's me. We're all mentors to each other. That's going to be the show. It's just going to be a me, call and response. Me and you as Liza Minnelli on QVC. Mm-hmm. Hi, Georgia. Hi, Georgia. And at one point, she goes, I'll do her Sex in the City two dance. And she goes. At one point, she goes. Do you like the clothes? <laughs> And the camera kind of zoomed. This is all real. Rich Jezriak cut cut the uh, from he used to write for Gawker. Mm-hmm. He's at Jez- he cut the video because he's so funny. It's on YouTube. But and the camera sl- slowly zooms <laughs> in. And she goes, and the caller goes, "What?" And she goes, "Do you like the clothes?" And she goes, "The caller goes, yes, <laughs> I do. I it's, it's they're all beautiful." And she goes, "Oh, good." <laughs> I hope that we both get to a place of QVC eventually. Because that go looks on. really fun. I want to go on when I'm when I'm just like not all there and just like I want to go on at like seventy five to eighty. Yeah, then just go. Do you like the clothes? Do you like the clothes. <laughs> all right. God, I love her. It's gonna be great. Mm. So stay tuned. Stick yeah. around for at least forty more years. Want to know the most? One of the most heartbreaking moments, and then we'll get into it. Yeah. But- Liza Minnelli trying to get into that. Remember that Ellen selfie at the Oscars with like J-Law and Bradley and like Angelina. I'm forever haunted by that stupid Meryl. selfie. Ugh. Did you ever, did you know that in the way back Liza Minnelli was trying to get in and they didn't let her. That's fucked up. There's like a, where she just couldn't reach high enough. My favorite part of that selfie is Julia Roberts. Cause she looks fully unhinged and like, we all know how beautiful she is, but in this, this is the one picture that's ever been taken of her where she truly. It was like Jared Leto got in somehow Lupita and her brother, which was cool. And then like J law and Meryl Streep. And then Julia's skeleton face is in the back (laughs) cackling. And it was, she's like, like, and it's one of my favorite Julia moments. Oh man. God bless her. Did you ever see the video of her drunk on the red carpet? No. There's like an interview. Of, I, she, I think she was like tipsy at some award show, which is like there probably all are. Yeah. But she just, she was like with George Clooney and she was kind being of drunk and silly with George. <laughs> like She was just like a little like, she seemed like she'd had a few wines mm-hmm. and it was, just, it's, it's pure Julia. I love it. Every once in a while, my new She's thing... She's busting George's balls. My new thing is to grow my armpit hair out really long for like a month and a half and then look in the mirror and like wave. Like, remember when Julia was on the oh, red yeah. carpet and she waved and then it was armpit hair? When my armpit hair gets to Julia Roberts' wave level, then I shave it all off and then do the whole cycle again. And it's been really fun. Good for her for that photo. I love it. She didn't give a fuck. It was a classic She moment. knew what she was doing. Yeah. I remember that She's so like vividly. renegade trailblazer. Yeah. 
I remember that so vividly. Yeah. It's burned into my memory. She kind of leans. It's like that meme of Kamala Harris, like, waving. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? No. It's like, it's like a, a video of her just, like, waving to someone in the distance, and she goes... <laughs> and it's it just feels very... It's put on a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're excited for the tour. Buy tickets Friday. Buy tickets December Friday. 13th. We'll be sharing links across all of our social media. If you want to get in on a pre-sale, you should look up SUP, Sex Unique People on Facebook, and then get in there and get a pre-sale. Or join Patreon. And we'll see you in Throw one me of those. Throw some bones. Throw us some bones and then get a pre-sale code that way. And we'll see you in one of those cities. Yeah. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs> And hi again. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have bye, what? bye. But I'm also, like, I have like hello. Terminator vision right now, where it's like, <laughs> you're me. powering down. Can you ever forgive me? I will forgive you. Okay. Wait. Speaking of forgiveness. Speaking of forgiveness. There's none to. There's be no had. forgiveness. This is a forgiveness-free episode in Franklin Lakes. Yeah. Shit is going down in this episode. Shit's, shit. So we're coming back from the to be continued at Chakra. The yeah. showdown between Dina and Danielle. At Chakra, as, as Danielle calls it. As we now know, this is Dina's swan song. Which, which I was like, at the end, of, we'll get to it. But I was like, bye, Dina. <laughs> yeah, I truly... See you later. Like, my Play reaction the at the end, I was like, why are we watching her like pet her cat? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, why is this happening? And then it literally, as soon as I was like, this is so boring. It was like, Dina has chosen to leave the show. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Not but mad I anymore. Like, I was kind of like, later. It's time to go. Yeah. yeah. Bye. Go pet your... Love you. Love, love and you light. And your- love and light. But... She's like petting her like oil slick cat. <laughs> yeah. She's like... Touching its little wrinkles. Yeah. B- hey, blessed. Bless her. Bless ya. Um, so we're back at Chakra. Danielle and, and Dina are mid fight, and yeah. she goes, she goes. Danielle goes, Dina, you are not an enlightened being. You are not some kind of holier <laughs> being than all of us. And Dina goes, I don't think I'm a holy being. <laughs> I don't think I'm a holy being. <laughs> Dina goes, you are not a Ramtha. <laughs> And then Dina, and then at one point, Danielle goes... You are no Jay-Z. You are no Jay-Z. You are no Jay-Z Knight of Ramtha. And at one point, Danielle says, <laughs> she goes, she's like, I have, I am a single mother raising two children. I'm going through a divorce. She goes, you have a, you have everything. You have a family. You have a second husband standing by you. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> wow. Brutal. Brutal. But yeah, Dina is trying to hold up her boundaries mm-hmm. and Danielle refuses to be shushed. Yeah. Danielle goes, you cannot come into my space. And then Dina <laughs> goes, we're not in your space. We're in a public restaurant. But also Dina is wild for even coordinating this whole thing yeah. in the first place. Dina, Dina was a little, she was also crazy for doing this because she brings her into a restaurant. And then it's like when Danielle starts getting a little heated, she's like, there are people eating. Yeah, like as if you like, care about these randos eating. They're yeah, strangers. It's also, like, why do this at a restaurant with I know. a hothead? It's like, I need to take time to, t- to heal publicly. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like that. <laughs> Dina goes, don't talk about last year. Don't talk about last year. And Danielle goes, I will always talk about last year until I move into the now. And I was like, what does that mean? I think Danielle's shit- obsessed with time. <laughs> she <laughs> loves time. She's obsessed with going to hell. <laughs> and she's obsessed. 
obsessed with time. She loves time. She is like a time crusader. She has like she has stolen time, and mm-hmm. she she actually time travels. She does. Have you seen the show Dark? No, on Netflix. No, but I want to see it. Well, I just have to get to a place of subtitle for a show for like a long series. That's also a place. Yeah, it's like I'm just never. Rarely am I in a place of subtitle for like a episodes of a show. Yeah, movies see Parasite. Yeah, I've seen it. No, I'm just telling. Oh yeah, repeating. I'm in a in a movie place. I'm always in a place of subtitle. Always shows. (laughs) But. Danielle is obsessed with time. She's tried to hijack time before, but she's been banished by like time councils. Yeah. The t- wizards of time. The so keepers she, of time. They have, have it out closed for Danielle. the gates. You think the cartels have it out for Danielle? It's actually the keepers of the keepers of time. Time with a Y. Yeah. <laughs> time. Keepers. <laughs> the keepers. And it's an A-E that's merged together. Keepers of the time. The keepers of time. They talk like Canterbury Tales. Yeah. It's literally, the Danielle is from the Canterbury Tales. Oh, for sure. She was literally part of, you should go back and read the Canterbury Tales and you will find her hidden within the pages of the text. Not only does Daniel speak Old English, she speaks... She <laughs> speaks Old English. She speaks Celtic. <laughs> she is a Celtic Or wit. Gaelic. She speaks Gaelic. Gaelic. The capers of time. They're That's g- why she's always like, these women. <laughs> these women. <laughs> it's Canterbury Danielle, Tales. So lingo. Danielle was banished by the Time Council, and she's constantly trying to... She... <laughs> she's just she, trying to get back to like middle ages well she has a few danielles in different time timelines yeah. so she's trying to align them into this one so when she says we're not talking Danielle. about next year until i am in the now because she's, <laughs> she's currently in the past yeah so she's waiting for other t- i will always talk about last year until i'm in until i move into the now what the fuck are you talking about you time traveling dominatrix <laughs> time travel time travel the keepers of time <laughs> no but she um she i think stuff happened what happened that she's alluding to because okay. she's like she's making it seem like dina well, has committed a crime well so danielle apparently between seasons of season one and two because when they were filming after season one start, stopped filming because on the reunion for season one, Caroline alluded to like, Danielle, you know what you did and you, you did something so terrible and she had a breakdown and started crying. Oh, I remember that. And I think Danielle might have tried to get Dina's daughter taken away from her. Oh, fuck. Cause she's in a, she's okay, divorced yeah, and like mm-hmm. there's some custody shit. And I think Danielle tried to like sabotage Classic. that. So I think that's why that's why carolyn's heated and that's why she's so like dina why are you going back to this girl got it okay but then what does danielle think that dina did because she's like you danielle's it's not about me it's about being able to face what you've done she's a time bandit yeah like her like whatever dina's done in the future is what danielle's talking about today she's (laughs) conflating like future dina future dina's gonna do something so bad that's why she's always so confused and difficult to fight with yeah she's all over time and space (laughs) she exists in forty thousand different dimensions the time caper (laughs) the time capers are after her so she's constantly on the go yeah. so she's currently that's why this- also she needs all this protection <laughs> yeah she's they're like her like yeah they're unwitting time they are her protectors in every timeline and mm-hmm. they just so they're confused as to why they're drawn to her but she she but knows over and over their yeah. akashic records have danny merged Pes- danny? Danny, Provis- danny provisano danny provisano 
Um, so Tina says, also Danielle goes, when you don't get to cut people out of your life. <laughs> you do, actually. You always do. And Dina says, I do. <laughs> but right when she said that, I was like, that's that's Danielle's biggest issue. She's She doesn't her, want to get cut. Her, well, that and her abandonment. Yeah. She has like some deep abandonment situation going on. Mm-hmm. And that's why she's so thrown off by the mans of in Loretta clan. Yeah. That they're like so tight. Yeah. And she has like potentially like a broken family scenario. Yeah. That'll fuck you up. It will. I, I have know, empathy. I have empathy for her that way. I have nothing but empathy for my queen, Danielle Staub. But also has a cooking show. Oh, yeah. Well, one of the, a few people, a few of the readers have sent, Danielle has an Instagram TV cooking show. Where she just puts a phone up, I guess, like on a stand and then films herself like cooking veal cutlets or yeah, something. Like, but I'm in. Me too. They look good. They looked really good. But Someone would, left a comment that was like, did I just see something scurry across the floor? <laughs> and then Danielle responded to the hater. What'd they say? What'd she say? I had a look. I screenshotted it. Danielle said, my three-pound chihuahua acts like she lives here or something. Oh, wait, she does. Uh, Stop visiting my page if you don't like me. Unfollow me. Or how about this? Just shush. Oh, so she shushed her. Well, she gets shushed in this moment. Yeah, she is all about bringing back a shush. She goes, Dina shushes her at one point, which I was Mm -hmm. like, Dina. Don't. You know better than that. And and Danielle goes, don't shush. Don't don't shush me. She says, (laughs) she like stumbles on it. She like short circuits. Do not shush me, Dina. But she at first she says sus me. Sus. Then Dina finally leaves, and then Danielle goes, "You are as fake as the hair on your head." And then Dina goes, "My hair is totally real." And she storms out of chakra. <laughs> yeah, and she just she says that to like a producer, I know. like trying to justify her real hair, or like the hostess. Yeah, and then there's this like wild shot of her driving like top down down the highway, and her hair is all like <laughs> flying everywhere, and she's like, In the, the, she's a crazy. I should have listened to Caroline. So crazy. She's crazy. cuckoo. Cuckoo. She's cuckoo. And then Danielle goes. She calls Danny and John, who were. Definitely out in the parking lot, like jerking off together. Yeah, they were in, like <laughs> behind the restaurant, behind a dumpster, just like mutually joing. Yeah. Well, first before that, <laughs> Dina goes, Dan- "Poor Danielle, she's pushing fifty years old, so it's not likely that she'll change her ways." But yeah. it, like had to get one more dig in. Yeah. So yeah, Danielle. Oh, <laughs> Dina goes. I heard it said that someone at that age. Can-. I was like, oh, you heard it said. You heard it. Oh, yeah. okay. You read it in a textbook. <laughs> I love that Danny and John are ushered into Chakra to For- then sit with Danielle and like hear her rehash he, the he goes, story. Yeah, baby, we're outside in the parking lot. I was like, what the fuck. That is truly the last person I want to see in a parking lot. He's probably off parole now. At this point in the show. Danny Provisano. Danny Provisano. So he comes in with John. Silent John. And, and Danielle kisses. She goes, mm. <laughs> just hi baby how are you they are totally fucking yeah but like just the whole like she goes oh it's good it's good she goes i can't even begin to t- <laughs> she goes, i can't even begin to tell you describe to you what just happened to me dina just came in here and was screaming in the middle of this restaurant berating me i can't even begin to tell you what just happened and, and danny's like oh man I'm sorry that happened. Danny's being an active listener, and John looks like he looks like he's 
always mm. fighting the urge to get like a rock hard boner. The yeah. way he holds his hands and he's always like, and yeah. his face is red and his veins in his neck are sticking out. He has horny energy. He's horned up 24 seconds. Because he's quiet too. And the yeah, quiet, that's when you know the quiet ones are, are the, horniest. the horniest. Yeah, so John is like in he, he's like a boner town USA. Yeah, <laughs> he's so sinister to yeah. me. Um, but big dick energy with oh, John. I want, yeah, he's like, you want to like. It's a tree trunk, literally. And that's, he's like, I will destroy this building <laughs> with my dick if I get hard. So I have to like take it, takes everything in my whole spirit and soul to keep He has it like a, like 16 inch cock. Yeah. And Danielle knows it and loves it. Loves it. <laughs> <laughs> Good for her. Gotta have John around. <laughs> John around. <What> <laughs> He's I a say? really good one to have around. He's I've got to be quite honest with you. Danny doesn't listen as much, but John, he really listens. Mm-hmm. John looks kind of confused, though. Yeah, he's like, why am I here? Danielle then goes, guilty ones run. <laughs> she ran. Guilty ones run. Danny's like, she's sick. What is gu- What is she guilty of? I don't. I mean, Danielle. The I love time. her crime. Her crime talk. Her crime. She's fully in like crime land. Yeah. Um. So we cut to Jacqueline, Caroline, and Teresa, and their families are going to like a livestock farm. Yeah, I got <laughs> like a petting zoo somewhere. And, and CJ, J- Jacqueline, he goes, "Mom, what kind of animals are there?" And she goes, "Well, cows, roosters, Danielle's." <laughs> and and then she covers her mouth and then cj like is shocked yeah he's so scandalized he's he goes, scandalized by that which i thought was sweet that is sweet and i don't think i mean everyone parents in a different way with a little boy like that i feel like you want to be really conscious of how you talk about women in front of them because they kids just like absorb all of that like a sponge and it's like yeah it's I, just not gonna the help same, their outlook i had the same thought it was like very like woman on woman misogyny and yeah like don't call women pigs around like a little boy but he 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 seemed kind of like upset by it weird like he was i think it like upset him weirdly he he had a reaction to it and then i was just like oh this will be like a memorable moment for him yeah and i think caroline was Can, like did tr- you just call him a pig did you just well i think caroline she's a little more conscious of that yeah i think she i think she saw that and was kind of like tender with him Mm -hmm. which i thought was like sweet like she was like you shouldn't say that to Jacqueline, and then she was like kind of comforting him almost i think he was like scandalized and it was Mm -hmm. like awkward it was a little awkward yeah there was a lot of awkward family stuff and then they get to the farm and Teresa's like look at the pig it's danielle And so I'm like, well, any any <laughs> progress they just made out the, door. out the fucking door. She really spent the whole ride there explaining to the girls how Danielle's a fucking pig. She called Danielle a pig, Caroline says. She called Danielle a pig. Did you call her a pig? And then I, I said Melania is <laughs> going to eat a whole horse in one like she's Melania is going to like take down some livestock. Yeah. When they, the first shot where Melania is like her little hat that she's wearing and she's like, get in the car, everyone. <laughs> get in the fucking car. Like, ready to get to the fucking livestock and see the pigs. <laughs> I've waited all week for this. I want to go see the pigs. I want to go see the horses and I want to see the pigs. And ain't none of you are going to stop me. I hear you talk, 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 talk about these no, pigs. No, no, no. Drive, drive, week. drive. No, drive me, Dad. Get in the fucking car, Mom. Everyone in the car. Gabriella, shut your fucking mouth and get in the car. You're staying home. That's it. You're, you're staying, staying home. Gabriella, you're staying home tonight. 
Adriano, don't even get me started with that one. Don't even think about it. You don't open your mouth to cry. I see you open your I fucking mouth. I see you open mouth. your fucking mouth. Go back in the crib. Go back in the crib. <laughs> leave a bowl of, leave a pot of pasta boiling for Adriana. Amanda goes. Oh, I cannot mama go. Mia, I get the horse in the carriage. Oh, we gotta go. Gia goes. Oh, mama, I cannot go. I have to stay behind and cook a pasta for the baby and stay in and scrub the floors and, <laughs> and cover the house in red sauce for the coming winter. <laughs> She's like, Gia, come on, we gotta go see the pigs. Come on, we gotta go see the Danielles. I mean, the pigs. Like, get in the fucking car. So they get there, and uh, Melania and Gia love the horses. As soon as they see the horses, they're like, the horses. Gabriella definitely like went up to a pig and was like, I know you're in there. Yeah, she's like whispering <laughs> satanic messages yeah. to a pig. She like cuts one's throat and like collects its blood in like a little amulet. <laughs> And she just goes up to one and looks in its eyes and goes, I know you've seen hell. Mm-hmm. Pigs are satanic. I've seen it too. And then um, Melania skirts under, the, there's like a roped off area and she just blows through it and climbs up on a haystack. Yeah, she just climbs to, to the there. top of the haystack. And Jacqueline like, goes, look, look at all them up there. Looks 20 feet tall. There's yeah. no safety rails or anything. Why was Albie there? I don't know. Why were Ashley and Derek there? Oh, yeah. Well, then Derek shows up and, and Chris is like, Jojo is like, yo, we should uh, chain him to a tree and let a deer have its way with it. <laughs> These guys are so homoerotic with their weird poker basement. Oh, yeah. Like sex acts. But but Joe's like Joe's description. Joe's he was insane. Like, he was like, let's leave him out in the woods and the, let, the deers will just do what they want with him. Joe goes to Gia. He goes, don't touch the pig. It'll definitely eat your fingers. Joe's literally fed a body to hungry pigs. Oh yeah, and like let's leave him in the woods. Yeah, it's like the that's like the pine baron. Yeah, or like Adriana. Yeah, or Adriana. Adriana. Age. Age. Yeah, it's the there's weird energy with Joe around like all this livestock, and then as far as like initiating Derek into like the pack of poker playing men, but also Chris is like. Chris is actually very homophobic. Yeah. He's like the quiet homophobic where you know it's like really has a problem with yeah. gays. I also will talk about it, but there was a moment that he that he had with Ashley that made me shudder. Yeah, I was shook. Joe um, notices the pig balls and Joe goes, He's got such a sack. <laughs> Look at that sack. He's got a he's got a hernia. Pig. He's got, got a hernia. Such a sack. And, and Teresa goes, oh, my God. And they all freak out over this pig's balls. And then the cameras like, zoom in. And it was a real like, ball uh, humor moment. Which goes, I like, uh, this is the guy's balls. <laughs> Joe goes, he's got a hernia. He's got such a sack. <laughs> don't, feed, don't put your fingers in its mouth. It'll bite your hands. It'll definitely bite your fingers off. You, like, know that for a fact. <laughs> he does. Um, He's held someone's hand in front of a pig, and it watched it bite his fingers off and then laughed. These, Melania has, too. Melania has come with them. Mm-hmm. And she's been like, all 12 of these are man-eating pigs. She goes, yeah, these pigs are pretty hungry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it might, it might not come as a shock to you, but these pigs are pretty hungry. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be interacting with no hungry pigs. <laughs> you going to sell us that warehouse or not? 
What do you have to say for yourself? What do you have to say for yourself? <laughs> I gotta tell you. <laughs> I gotta tell you. I don't. I don't like being around no hungry pigs. Mm-mm. So I ain't gonna stay here long. Ain't gonna be no hungry pigs for me. No, no, no. They're not hungry for, for me. They're hungry for you. They're hungry for you. And the guy starts screaming, and Melania yeah. goes, "Oh, oh, sausage fingers over here <laughs> want to cry about it. Oh, scrapple face over here." <laughs> Give me a sausage boy. She finishes the cigar that she's like yeah. chuffing on. She just inhales it. In she one. nails the whole cigar <laughs> down to the butt and throws it. Hey, hey, Pops, let's get the fuck out of here. I'm she hungry. Goes, All right, this time I'm going to give you a pass. And the guy's like, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> he drives thank away you. and she's sucking like a bottle of milk. She drives away <laughs> and then turns around and nods to a guy and she goes, finish it off. And they just shoot the guy in the head. Feed him to the pigs. Melania fucking is Tony Soprano. Melania is hardcore. She's hardcore. Yeah. Tony Soprano is shook by Melania. Yeah. Who the fuck's that? Soprano? I don't know him. I'll fucking kill him. <laughs> Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, Me Undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big. The contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted MeUndies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with MeUndies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on MeUndies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash sexy. That's MeUndies.com slash sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. 
Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Dina goes to Jacqueline and Caroline to tell them about her chakra chakra showdown. And she goes, I mean, she was screaming and people were trying to eat their calamari. (laughs) But she called it the calamad. She did like the Jersey, like gabagool. Calamad. Just people trying to eat the calamad and she's going crazy. (laughs) It was like living. Um, And then Caroline's like, I don't want to say it was right. I don't want to say. You can say it. But she's my baby sister, so I'll let her come to me and and tell me (laughs) that she's sorry. But I'm not going to hold it against her. She's pure evil. She's she's got a pure heart. That one, my (laughs) my baby sister. Um, Dina goes, "Karma's a bitch, and so is she." Great line. Cool. So Danielle goes and meets like a weird cast of women that they try to like foist upon us this episode. Her friends that we've never seen before. I think we've seen some of them at like her scary like Saddam Hussein luncheon yeah where she forced their pledge of allegiance but these women the whole episode you start to realize that they're like they don't actually like Danielle they're just like bored and they she's like fascinating to them and they're like kind of it almost seems like they're making fun of her they're along for the ride and it like they're a little like they're kind of like yeah do that Danielle like they're like She's like their jester almost. Mm -hmm. It's like very weird. I wasn't getting true friendship vibes between any of them. Like they just met her a month ago. Um, She goes. So she goes to meet Kim G and all these women at a restaurant that it looks like I love that kind of restaurant. Mm -hmm. The booths with like the kind of plasticky. The the, the booths are kind of greasy. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. The vinyl booths Mm -hmm. you slide across. Yeah. If you, if you have leg sweat, it like makes your leg sweat more. Yeah. Um, I kept like seeing myself in one of the booths (laughs) in the background, in the background eating chicken palm. Yum. Um, Dina wrote Danielle an email. Well, Danielle goes, I gotta take it. I'm going to, I'm going to have to take a sip of this. And she takes a glass of wine. (laughs) It's just, 
This is now Danielle's performance art. This is where she's like transitioning into just like a pure performance artist. Kim G starts leaning in. She goes, I got an email from Dina. And they all go, ooh. She subject closure. Closure. Which is like, okay, have you... Her little glasses on the very last possible tip of a nose that a nose can have. They're like somehow it's defying gravity. It's some time caper shit. Yeah. And her glasses are on the balance like, precariously. And she's holding up her oh, hmm. a little shawl on. She reads the whole <laughs> email. And then it intersplices with Dina reading it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what is this edit? And there, but Danielle did a really good read. Like I would love to have her at a reading. Of oh some yeah. Sort. Danielle should do she the vagina monologue. Yeah, she should actually. That would be great. That would be transformative. Like a one woman. Let's reboot vagina monologues on Broadway or off Broadway. Remember when that was so big? I was obsessed with the vagina monologues. It was cool. I was in boarding school and I like I somehow heard about the vagina monologues. I don't know how because we were like pretty cut off from like anything going on, but it made it all the way through to me. And then I was like mom, I really need you to get me like a copy of the vagina monologues. And my mom was scandalized and almost refused. But I was like, <laughs> I was like, no mom, like, I need it. I have to have you it. You had a call to something. I was called to the vagina monologues and then my mom relented and then sent me a copy or like brought a copy for me on a visit that smuggled I smuggled in. in. And then I was just like in fucking vagina monologue heaven. Reading yes. them. Like, I was like, hell yeah. Fucking pussy power. Yes. Yes. Um, all the women are like nervously laughing at every like twist mm-hmm. Danielle makes in the email. And then she goes, and so do you want to know my, she goes, would you like to know my response? <laughs> and they all go, yes, yes, and please. Kim G's like frothing at the mouth. <laughs> Kim G knows Danielle's full of shit, but she's addicted to her madness. She loves it. She's drunk on it. Like, yeah. You can see her knowing better, but she just can't help herself. Also, I love that Kim G no longer even takes the time to like put on makeup for no. these scenes. She just goes like barefaced, like ready to just see what's new. She would have been a great housewife. She would have, she's a real linchpin of this whole show. Mm-hmm. Like this show was built on Kim G's back. Yeah. Somewhat. And Danielle goes, and would you like to know my response? And they all go, yes. And she goes, I wrote LOL, whatever. <laughs> Send. And they all go, Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> That's a great response. LOL. Whatever. Whatever. Law whatever. To a like serious closure email. Yeah. Iconic. Dina goes, she's a sick woman. What can I say? Dania goes, she's a disgusting pig. <laughs> yeah. So Kim G's face is like, ooh. <laughs> she's so like She's ooh. like takes a straw and it's just like it's like hocus pocus. <laughs> she's like feeding off her life source. She yeah. She's like, ooh. <laughs> She can't get enough. Yeah. And then Danielle goes, too blessed to be stressed. <laughs> and then she takes her wine glass and makes everyone cheers. And then she goes, God bless our children. <laughs> God bless our children. God bless our children. Like, why are you bringing children into this? Know. Anyways. So then Kim G, Janice that she is, goes <laughs> heads right over to Jacqueline. She puts a little barrette on her yeah. hair. She puts on some crazy like sweatsuit yeah. with a leather 
like a huge leather button is like mm-hmm. applicated onto like the hood of it and like grabs her Louis V colorful bag. And I think she lives like in walking distance to Jacqueline, so she struts on She's over to wa- Jacqueline. She did power act. <laughs> and Jacqueline is holding her baby. And she goes, "Hi, come on in." <laughs> she goes. She gets out the Baileys. Jacqueline loves Baileys. Yeah, she's a Baileys girl. Because I think you can just put it in coffee and then it's like you're caffeinating, but also you're taking the edge off at the same time. I think she does that a lot. And no one's the wiser. Yeah. Yeah. And so Kim G kind of is like playing both sides. She's Mm -hmm. buttering Jacqueline up. She's telling her how stressed... Continuing to tell her how stressed being friends with Danielle is making her. She's stirring the pot. Which I think is honest, but she's definitely being two-faced. Yeah. She's a total two-faced. But I love... I live for everything Kim G does. I like when Kim G, you see her from the back, like, kind of poking at the baby and going like... "Mm." Yeah. And also, Jacqueline's baby is sick. And then Kim G's like, oh... The baby's sick. What's, what's wrong? wrong? He's got a cold. She doesn't care. No, I don't no. care. Let's talk about Doesn't Danielle. give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've got a baby. And her hands, she's like, that's her hands. <laughs> she has like little, like, her little cat little hands. Little teeny cat hands. Yeah, They're like a little, like, beaver paw. <laughs> she's got these, like, little, like, yeah, and she's just constantly, oh, what's your baby got? He's got a cold. Mm. Oh, that's so sad. Mm. Well. Well, I've got some things to tell you about Danielle. So then Chris Manzo and Albie go meat shopping. And he goes, pound, pound the Peugeot. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm all about their meat shopping trip. I was kind of turned on. I was into it. Yeah. Albie, re- he says that he and Derek went to hi- graduated high school together. And he didn't know him. That, that made, I was like, oh, Albie was like one of those like. Albie was like probably a douche dude. Yeah. He was probably like mean to him. Yeah. Or just, or paid no mind to him, which is like almost worse. It's weird though. He's like, the way that he interacts then with Derek is really weird. Cause he's like, I'm, I'm, because it's like he's not acknowledging. It's like, they're peers. Yeah. You're like, you he's, probably had class together. Yeah. It's just like, why would you act like that? Also, when they Why would out- you full-blown stab slash Stassi someone like this? He totally Stassied him. Also, when they, he took him to dinner at Lua, he was like acting like he was yeah. a decade older than him. I know. I didn't it's realize like, that they were literally the same age. And Derek... And maybe the reason why Derek was so quiet was Derek was like, what bitch, fuck? we graduated together. Yeah. Why would Albie? they like smoked weed together? He probably like smoked weed with him at like one high school party. I bet... He was like an emo kid, Derek, mm-hmm. like a skateboarder kid or something. Yeah. Albie goes, I never even heard of the kid, which I hate. Yeah. We discussed that. Yeah. The kid. Yeah. <laughs> I never even knew the kid. Never even knew the kid. Literally, you're 20, like in your 20s. You can't say that. Also, the class had to have been like, I mean, I know schools in New Jersey have like, some schools have like thousands of people yeah, in the grade. So, like, I get that. But mm-hmm. like, it just felt really like. Albie was in a different world and like probably thinks he's more important. I don't trust it. Don't trust it. And so they are homoerotic initiators. Pound the pursuit. Pound the pursuit. Game night at the Loritas. And then Jacqueline's like, I don't know about their initiations. I mean, they've been known to hogtie someone and make them sit in the corner. And I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. Jacqueline loves it. She goes, they just play the poker while we, the women make the food. And I was just like, 
Ooh. Jacqueline gets into it. She loves it. She, she loves watching like men. a wifey and watching like men do the man numbers <laughs> thing. But the cards and they eat the meat <laughs> and I make the food. They, do they read the cards. They read the cards. They put numbers. throw them on the table. There's the chips. <laughs> she loves it. I'm getting chills. I'm like psychically getting the exact They're, vibe and excitement levels of Jacqueline watching her man play poker. He plays poker and he gets a little dip. The cards with the little faces and heads on them, and they they just they sit around the table, and I bring plates down there, and I and I do circles around the table, and I just yeah. kind of and check in, turn <laughs> and like when I come in, they all get quiet. And they go, what are you guys talking about? And they all go, nothing. nothing. And then I leave because, you know, they need their time to. And then on my way out, I give my husband a little knowing flick on the shoulder. Mm -hmm. And that's about it. That's all he's going to get for now. Yeah. (laughs) Until later. Until later. When he gets a little handsy. Yeah. But he looks across to me from the room and we just share a little moment. It's like, that's what I do. Mm -hmm. It's fun. Why does Chris have... Literally, he has, like, a full-blown, like, weapon storage in this, like, basement. He has an arsenal. He has a, a hammer, a mallet. Talk about a finished basement. Yeah. They have a fucking... They have, like, a mattress in the back that they use to, like, put over someone before he, like, pulls out his, like, AK-47 and goes to town. He literally has a safe full of guns and a mallet to, like hit someone's hand that's probably generationally passed down it's like his grandfather's the mallet, mallet. That he like yeah it's the lorena mallet that they've this mallet's broken thousands of hands you and want it yeah he, he comes in he's like should i bring the mallet down and they just put it on the table they're waiting for derek to come yeah they also can i just say they spent 543 dollars on meat those are people after my own heart i would love it i live just those like all I want is salam. Cold, cl- cold cuts. And salam. Salam. Prosciutto. Prosciutto. Calamar. Calamar. Trying to eat my calamar. I'm trying to eat my calamar. She's going crazy. And so then we cut to um, Danielle back with her like pretend friends. Her random friends that she's never interacted with before except for like the couple times that we've seen on camera. And then Danielle's going to see her friend Sue. <laughs> and she goes, wait till you see her crew. Talking about Sue's dogs. Yeah. Her crew. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, oh, the chihuahua. And she goes, uh, Sue goes, your arms are better than Michelle Obama. And well, I was like. Danielle makes a really weird joke where she's like, I really want another chihuahua. But if I don't start dating soon, I'm going to end up with this guy. And it was German like Shepherd? a big dog. No, yeah. it was like a great Dane. Yeah. It was like a weird sexual joke. To me, it read maybe that my mind's in the gutter, but to me, it was like I think it. I think it. I think it read like I need a man to protect me. Yeah. So okay. Said, yeah. That makes you took sense. it as like dog fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I used to think Kim Richards fucked her dog. So. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's like out of the realm of no. possibility for anyone. <laughs> no. But like, it just was like, whoa! Like, why would you? Why yeah. would you equate dating? Or, like it's either dating or a dog it well, just seemed weird no i think it's because the time keep outers are after her so yeah. she needs like so she needs protection if i if i can't get a man i'll get a great dane yeah i'll get a she needs more protection than a great dane mm-hmm. she's like a pack of wolves but her friend says your arms are better than michelle obama and danielle goes really <laughs> like, look really, at your guys? shape it's fantastic so this episode weirdly becomes like Danielle is Danielle's sexy is to again. get her like groove back and she's like 
I'm afraid uh, Steve, my boyfriend from last season who I made the sex tape with, like took away her her sexiness. She feels like she can't trust her people. ability to be like sexual. Yeah. So she's like trying to get back into her mojo. But I was like, it felt really put upon. Steve, we're Steve? Both, we're trying to figure out what exactly happened. Like, so she made she made a sex tape with her old boyfriend, and he she claims that he sold it without her consent. So he then tried to take their private tapes yeah. that even if he filmed it like over her, where she thought he was texting, but he was filming. Yeah. Her, it was still just supposed to be for them. Yeah, but she like told some conflicting things to to Jacqueline. She said that there were hidden cameras. And, and then Steve tells Jacqueline that she filmed herself. Yeah, like it led up to it, like he said, which is like, okay. And then. So it's all just really confusing about like. What's happening? What's happening? You can't, I, you, but we do know one thing, which is that Steve is fucking disgusting. Steve is disgusting. <laughs> we'll get to that. But. Um, but Danielle is still reeling from sex tape gate. So she's been in the middle of a lawsuit. She's felt like she is in sort of the dark with her mojo. And she's, yeah. so she feels like she needs to get back. She goes, the girls have decided to get me back out in the dating world. And she goes, and I'm not calm in the boudoir. And they all go. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, she and then goes, Sue goes, if I decide to fix you up, then we need to see some skin. Yeah. Which is like then becomes a precursor for like the next Danielle scene. They go, look at your form. <laughs> look at your form. It's stunning. It's perfect. So back at the Loretta house, Jacqueline. Danielle's. Okay. So Steve is invited over for poker. Yeah. And then. Jacqueline's un, to her credit is uncomfortable. She's like, I don't want him in the house. I think what he did to Danielle was disgusting. Yeah. He like robbed her of her like privacy. So he, she's pissed that he's there. She's pissed. And then Teresa goes, he's 26. That's what boys do. She was, I mean, she goes, hello. That's what young guys do. I was like, is it what that's not they sell they sell private tapes of women to try and make money off of them and then i was also more so thrown by the fact that steve is 26 he looks like he's 48 he looks like a 48 year old pedophile he's disgusting he truly is like revolting levels. He's, mm. he's he's he is grendel yeah he's he truly true. is not the one no and then Jacqueline admits that she's made a sex tape once, but then I taped over it. <laughs> yeah, and Teresa's shocked. Yeah, Teresa, like, has Teresa just had sex four times in her life to, like, I, make her kids? Yeah, I kind of, I I feel like. Or maybe she's just having, like, the kind of sex she has with Joe is, like, only missionary position and lasts, like, 30 seconds. Yeah. And she's, like, no, I would believe, like, she's never had an orgasm and yeah. she like takes pride in the fact that they like fuck every day or like multiple times a day, but it's not like sex that she's really enjoying. No, and because like he wouldn't. She like, then the she way like, she like it's like in high school like tallying it like how many yeah. times have I had sex being like, like oh my god we're wild had sex six times yeah but it's like you're just getting like rabbit pounded by some guy that doesn't know what he's doing yeah I think that's what it is and also like, I wrote <laughs> <laughs> what did you write well Teresa was being very just well so then Steve uh jacqueline calls steve over and is like i just have to tell you i think what you did was disgusting to danielle yeah and you should be really sorry Mm -hmm. and he goes he's like she was sending me freaky videos before she goes she was totally in on it and then and then i was like and then they were like just teresa goes i mean she's sending videos of her like masturbating i mean who does that and i was like 
Lots of people. I go, let he who hasn't sent a J-O-Vid cast the first stone tree. Yeah. I mean. Male or female. Male or female. We've all been there. We've all been there. It's not that big of a deal and it's not anything to be ashamed of. No. Then I was just thinking, I was like, my God, your daughters are going to like watch this someday. I know. And like this view of sex, like everyone's reaction to this, even Joe's like, that's disgusting. And it's like, Joe, don't act like you haven't received like thousands of videos also it's like if you watch porn you're watching a video of someone like jerk off or have sex with someone else yeah so like it's not gross or anything yeah albie's like that's an image i don't want in my mind i'm like i'm like bullshit i'm sure albie watched danielle's sex tape and jerked it to it yeah i'm sure all the guys got together at poker night and probably watched it jerked off and jerked off and then steve comes back into the room and, and chris goes want some nail polish they go, <laughs> I was like, it's like, bye. Cool. Uh, tie him to a tree and let some deer find him. <laughs> Derek is also late, which yeah. doesn't bode well. Power. Power move. So then we go to, uh, oh, Danielle. Danielle's getting like a lingerie, sexy, like, my she's girlfriends like, talked me into shopping for lingerie. I'm sure she really had to be talked into. I know. (laughs) Brutally convinced. She's like, oh, it's really hard for me to get back into this slip of a thing. But you'll pay for it, right? Like, she she just is going, someone else is picking up the tab. Yeah. And also, it's just like any chance to show off her bod, which she is a really hot bod. She does. It's like, she'll take it. Yeah. It's just, it's. She loves the attention. And I love her like, I was not feeling so sexy, but now. I'm back. And you see her and she like lifts up her little flap of her, <laughs> her back flap of her, uh, her negligee. Mm-hmm. And the other women go, ooh! ooh. And she goes, nothing wide. I'm not, a, I'm not the virgin bride. <laughs> and then someone else goes like, I've been married three times. And then the ladies are like, ooh. And then they all sit around and like wave little yeah. like feather things as Danielle does like strip teases <laughs> for them. I was yeah. like, I would love to be in on this. Yeah. And one of them just randomly goes, sometimes my husband and I take Ambien. So they said that? No. <laughs> They're just admitting things. They do admit things. Sometimes my husband and I just take Ambien and pass out for two days. See what happens. <laughs> Danielle goes, mm. she sticks like her legs out. She's like, Hmm. She she also is wearing perfect heels for this occasion. I know. Then she does wear white. Yeah. And she goes, hmm, hmm. and she takes her leg, and then she takes her leg up, and it's a AK forty seven. She goes, Pew. she goes back up, <laughs> empty your purses on the floor, and give me everything inside of them, or I'll shoot. I swear to God, I have no problem sending you bitches to hell. And robs them. Then, she goes, Danny, she come robs, on, Danny, get this stuff. And then and Danny puts it all in like a trash bag and she robs all her friends and the entire and then, store of lingerie. She goes, <laughs> she goes, now if you would be so kind as to send me straight to hell. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to need one of you to shoot me. As I need to go straight to hell. Would some of you get on it? Mm-hmm. Send me to hell? One, two, three. <laughs> On the count of three, I would greatly appreciate it if one of you ladies would send me right to hell. One, two, three. 
And it's she just sits there for like 15 minutes and no one knows what to do. And she goes, well, she goes, that was a test. <laughs> <laughs> you all passed. You passed with, and that really was the you're, smoking gun. Mm-hmm. She goes, you're my best friends. I know who my best friends are. <laughs> all the women are, <laughs> they're like, <laughs> one of them is like shit her pants. <laughs> Danny's like, we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta hit the road. <laughs> Her leg could just turn into a machine gun at any time. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm having some trouble. Okay. Danny. Danny Profasano. <laughs> so then we go to we go back <laughs> we go to back to the little We're back in the basement. Oh and fucking Ashley comes with Derek. <laughs> and she wears another hideous beanie. Maybe the most hide- <laughs> heinous one yet. It's like an olive green, mustard colored, saggy ball sack beanie. That Joe would go, look at the sack on that one. <laughs> And all the Ashley goes, Ashley, Ashley, yeah. (laughs) Ashley Ashley sounds so hungover. She sounds like, she's like, she's partied out a little bit. I love you, CJ. I love you, CJ. CJ, I love you so much. And she is truly Joe and the boys have come up with a great troll on Derek. They really put their heads together for the ultimate initiation where they just give him some like shitty tasting wine. And he goes, well, and they all go, Hey, they go drink it. Oh, he's it. And then that's how Joe you- goes, this is age 15 years. And they, like, they think it's like, hilarious you know they think it's like really funny that's their initiation you they think st- it's gonna be like you have to like get your hand hit by a mallet to get in but no it's just you have to drink some old wine yeah it's like cool and they all laugh they probably still talk about it to this day they're hey. like remember when we made ashley's punk boyfriend drink, drink that, that fermented wine? shit that's <laughs> like when my <laughs> grapes fermented in my lunch bag in sixth grade and my teacher asked me if i was drunk <laughs> Cause she, cause it smelled like wine. It was sixth grade. I guess you could be getting drunk in sixth yeah. grade. Um, I love a sixth grader reeking of wine. Yeah. So the, then, the boy. So then Ashley's upstairs, and Jacqueline. She bring Ashley brings down like some well, sort of plate. Well, a, Jacqueline tells Ashley that. Then she, they they're watching everything on a monitor, like oh, a baby yeah. monitor, and so like Ashley comes in the poker room after like the wine troll and like brings in a plate and then like leaves and then comes back upstairs and then Jacqueline like turns to her as they're just trying to watch the boys and she goes you look like grandma coming in <laughs> and laughs and then Ashley Ashley goes my mom said I, I, I resembled a family member who I love but is very fat yeah so basically Jacqueline, Jacqueline called Ashley fat yeah Jacqueline's she knew exactly what she was doing Jacqueline I I, I have to say I have to be quite honest I have to be quite I think honest. Ashley's a terror but I think Jacqueline totally pushes her back and she does it to herself and I think Jacqueline likes to be in the role of like I'm just the mother trying to get through to my daughter and she's like in this position of like inf- infallibility where she feels like and she also knows she's prettier than Ashley she does, but it's it's more it's it's like actually a weird game that they're playing where it's like I think Jacqueline legitimately is stressed by her, but I also think she get she gets a payoff. From she Ashley loves being to a shit tee show. her up and then 
be like, the victim. Set Ashley up to be mad she and then to be punish the her for being mad. She's got a case of martyrdom. Yeah, and it's like it's truly wildly it's fucked up for her to say that to Ashley because she knows exactly like she's basically being like you looked fat back there yeah and then Ashley's like what the fuck and to say that to anyone is mean but to say that to your kid who's like going to your through daughter like a who, turbulent phase and yeah it just was so stupid and so then Ashley and like, then being like what like what? being like so innocent I said she looks like a family member I think Jacqueline also gets off on Chris yelling at her yeah That's she likes the whole she loves like a punish Ashley <clears throat> So Ashley goes down. This was the one time I was on Ashley's side. Mm -hmm. I was team Ashley. Team Beanie or best. So Ashley goes downstairs and they're like, what's wrong? And she's like, I don't know. I'm really mad at my mom right now because she called me fat, basically. Mm -hmm. And then Jacqueline goes, oh, Ashley, come on. I didn't do that. I called her a fan. I don't know what. Like, I called her. I said she looked like a family member. And then she's sitting next to Chris and she's just trying to say what happened. Chris is drunk as fuck at this point. <laughs> he takes his thumb and puts it on her bottom lip and goes, shut your mouth. Ooh, I missed that. You didn't see that? No, I that think... That was bone chilling. He puts his thumb like up to her mouth and he goes, shut your mouth. I don't like it at all. And Ashley goes... And, and she like, like, can't speak anymore. She's also not saying anything that bad. Like, I think it's like that fair me, to say... That was deeply weird it was weird their whole relationship dynamic is weird so then she's just like and then jacqueline's like you're showing your true colors right now and then ashley says like a comment and jacqueline literally throws her out of the house she grabs her by the sweatshirt like lift like and throws her out in front of her boyfriend too which is also like a fucked up thing to do like if your boyfriend's just meeting like and sitting down with all the guys for this like night that means a lot to yeah. them to like set up your daughter like that is really shitty it was it was very weird and she and derek stays derek stays and they're all like hey, hey women am i right women are bitches right. are crazy and, and, and jacqueline's like i think it was actually great that derek stayed and then joe goes i'm impressed he was impressed by Jacqueline literally like tossing Ashley out on the street. Well, Dina Dina promotes like child beating, so <laughs> they love like throwing a kid out. You ever think of beating her? You ever think you should you ever thought of beating her? Beating her? Giving her a beating? Giving her a beating. Just a little bit, just to instill some fear. Just some just a scare. Um so then we go to Then we go to the squeeze lounge. Which which I'm ready to go there. Yeah, I think I don't first know first Preakness, then the Squeeze Lounge. I I googled it. Hold on. Is it still around? Yeah, it's in Weehawken, in Jersey near Jersey City. Okay. Um, My body and soul are ready to be transported to Squeeze Lounge. So, it's like a it's a stripper club, strip strip club, a stripper club, a stripper. Club. It's a stripper club, and. Danielle goes, back in the day, she goes, back in the day, and I was an exotic, yes, I was an exotic dancer in the 1980s, but back then it was more burlesque. And then you cut to Caroline, she goes, <laughs> she goes, burlesque dancer? I didn't know we were in 1936. <laughs> and I lulled. Caroline, I lulled hard at yeah. A burlesque dancer? Burlesque dancer? And she goes, please. I didn't, please. I didn't know we were in 1936. And so Danielle is going to, 
there's really no reason that anyone's here, but I guess Danielle. It's, it's part of her, like, this she's narrative. She's getting her groove back. Some producer had a really ambitious vision with this episode. It was <laughs> like, we're going to do a three-part. They didn't really key it up that well, but, no. like, they're, the payoff is huge. Danny and John also go to the squeeze lounge and with some, some other, other guy in, like, a tracksuit. And they have this, you know, it's one of the dancers there is Danny's friend. So they're all like, he's like, so she's going to show you guys some tricks. <laughs> but my friend. My friend Shauna is going to, sh- or what was her name? Like, yeah, there are a couple dancers Shana? that are Wasn't like, like Shayna. I don't remember, but there's like, there are actually like the pole dancers and the employees at the school yeah. lounge. And so they do their like, one of them does a very impressive pole climb. She climbs to the top. You see Danielle looking and she's like. That studying her and she goes wow wow she goes the poles have gotten a little higher since the i heels, was around higher too <laughs> and they then all, oh first they all change into little they change into little like sex. boy shorts mm-hmm. which Jim. is a weird look it's like a very then look yeah you don't really see boy shorts all that much anymore and kim g in a boy short <laughs> i said that i go kim g Dancing on the pole is me. That's <laughs> Truly. Also me. I would fully kimji out. I have no upper body strength. I, I would just pull and then my little boy shorts would come down and show my butt. I related. I, I felt she was her most vulnerable in this moment. Danielle goes, I'm all about empowering other women. Other woman. Other woman. I'm all about empowering other women. And then they make kimji get on the pole and her little butt starts to show and, and one of the dancers is like very kindly like kind of just pulls like, it, up. it up and kim god bless her she gets, on, she that gets pole. on that pole and and danielle's like uh i would say kim g probably wasn't as good <laughs> kim g also by the end first her little butt crack shows then it then like someone you know when like a kid's pants are falling down you grab them by the <laughs> side and you're like like you pull yeah. them up to hike them up they one of the strippers kind of does that to kim g then she gets on the pole and her full-blown thong is out she slides down slowly with her little legs out and her thong fully comes up and she's wearing like a little white cotton string thong which i was like that's cute and then she stood up and everyone clapped and then she like got back in place while her thong was out kim g is one of the bravest women to ever grace the screens the men were all like Hey. hey hey and then danielle goes john's up. like holding in his boner he's getting like redder and redder he says <laughs> he's like fully popped an eyeball yeah. out <laughs> kim g he put his eyeball bur- him and kim g what if she they catches a, it he fell in love with kim g in that moment uh, they felt they have a secret they have they a the kind of relationship like um carmela and furio where they don't say they don't ever voice their feelings to yeah. each other but it's just there yeah that's they don't need and to. john they don't need to um then danielle's dance she's like oh she's like then i decided that i'll give it a twirl <laughs> and her ass crack is just like out yeah and she does like an amazing pole dance yeah she's fully seducing danny she has the the machine gun legs she out. has her she machine goes, gun legs on she goes she goes she's just making eye suggests. contact or engage and, and then suggest. suggest. And, and she then- does a full routine. Danny's like 
like the wolf in yeah. the cartoons. He's like, <laughs> yeah, and he's looking at all the boys, and they're all like, they're all like, eh. the guy in the tracksuit. They're, sh- they're all slapping each other's hands. One of them like, like hugs Danny around yeah. the neck, and he goes, "She's a fucking nut. I love her." Oh, man. And they're he's all just like, like Isn't she wild man, high fiving boners Dan- together. Well, Danny's probably telling people that's his girlfriend. Uh, yeah, I think it is his girlfriend. He's in at this love point. with Danielle. They're in love with each other. She's. I don't fully- think she's in love with him. No, she's but, using him. But she. But he is. Head over heels for this woman. She's teasing him. And she goes, she looks at Danny and goes, engage and then suggest. And Danny, oh, oh, and all the women are like, <laughs> like all the women she came with are all like, <laughs> John's teeth, like, yeah. fully crack out of his mouth. He's like biting his nails. He's like, oh, <laughs> The tracksuit idiot is like, <laughs> she's fucking not a lover. And then as she's finishing her routine, Danielle goes, "This is, as she's in the mid mid seduce, she goes, this is what worked for the father of my children. <laughs> worked for the father of my children, flicks a hip at Danny. And I was just like, whoa, Why your you daughters are literally going to see this. Why? And be like, up- my mom the father of my children hoarded up to seduce our dad and then he fucked her and came inside and like had us but why say that mid routine i don't know danielle is i'm i'm literally tracksuit guido in this situation she's a fucking nut i love her she's a fucking nut she's a fucking nut i love her she says that is a crazy thing to say this is what worked for the father of my children it's like she just says it it's like it's like I was married three times. (laughs) I've been married three times. My husband and I take Ambien and see what happens. (laughs) A lot. This is what worked for the father of my children. Danny goes, and then John in the back. John freaks me the fuck out so bad. They all, they all go to the bathroom like, oh man, that was getting me crazy in there. Oh, John goes, bust. I just got to jerk it. <laughs> they're like, go, go take care of yourself, man. Go in the stall. He go, runs into the woods where his tree trunk yeah. can come out. <laughs> he climbs up to the tree in the woods behind the club. Behind I believe that loud. when John runs, he runs on all fours. <laughs> <laughs> Mighty Joe Young. Yeah. <laughs> He's mighty Joe Young. John is not well. He's truly unwell. And then it gets to Dina's final scene, Ugh, which Dina's is like truly. I was like, why? And then they explain why, and I was like, okay. She goes, I'm out. She got me. She got me. But then Danielle was describing Dina and her beef, and Danielle goes, she is the most condense ending. <laughs> condense ending. Condescending. Condescending. <laughs> no, it's a flashback scene where she goes, the most shrill bitter condescending person i've ever met <laughs> she is the most bitter shrill shrill and condescending person i've ever met and jacqueline's like oh that's my sister-in-law mm-hmm. so yeah then dina decided to stop filming she desires to spend more time with her husband and daughter focus on charity <laughs> and be a supportive godmother to Teresa's daughter adriana she, you know what she's she continues to be yeah she she comments on all their little their posts was this the last time that she was on jersey or did she make a comeback at one point she's gone she was gone after yeah. this damn they she made her, a real splash they take her out of the 
credits too. Like yeah. Immediately. She, her impact has been lasting now. She well, was she, always iconic. She, I think she just got, I mean, she had, she had some good quips, but I think she got lucky with like being attached to like the table flip. Mm-hmm. She's part of that. And she had those cats and she was kind of like blonde and, and like she showed up every once in a while. She would come into the mix. Or no. Season just, one, she was way more there. Season two, she was... I was like, oh, you're boring this season. Like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. You haven't really done... Like, the chakra thing was like more of Dina season one. But season one, she really... She gets into the drama. She has some beef with Jacqueline at some point. They have a little weirdness. And then the reason the table flip happens in season one is that Danielle was under the impression the whole season that Dina was the one who brought the book mm-hmm. into the chateau okay to show everyone but then caroline goes it was me oh okay and then dina goes caroline <laughs> and then danielle goes that's not what i heard <laughs> and then that's what starts <laughs> and that's when Teresa starts well, revving her engine well they're fighting and then Teresa tries to chime in and then she goes name change and engage 19 or she goes name change and arrest pay attention please Teresa." And then Teresa goes, I am paying attention. And then she, that's when she snaps. That's when she loses it. Yeah. Prostitution whore. So De- Teresa wasn't even really in it. Wow. Teresa really knew what she had to do mm-hmm. and was ready to throw the fuck down. Yeah. And has been throwing down ever since. She really has. God bless these women. She went to prison. I know. Threw down there and everyone she respected her. The- she had a lot of friends. She did. Well, God bless our children. God bless our children. God bless you. God bless you. God bless all of you. God Sorry, bless all I was of you listening. In a fit of <laughs> giggle puss over here. God bless never going to jury duty again. God bless jury duty. God bless New Jersey. God bless North Jersey. God bless South Jersey, where I'm from. God bless. God bless Philadelphia, where Philadelphia. I'm from. Philadelphia. God bless Mid Jersey. God bless Mid Mid Jersey. God, God bless, bless Time Capers. Time Capers. <laughs> For guarding the gates of time. And keeping Danielle out. Yeah. Don't let her move into the now. Danielle can... Her biggest thing is she can never settle in one time. No. Because they chase her out. So yeah. she's... Quit fucking chasing me. She says that at one point. Every time you chase me, I'll continue to run. Yeah. Is what she says. And so thus, this cat and mouse game has been going on forever. The time capers are coming. The time capers. Well, read the Canterbury Tales. Let us know once you're reading it where Danielle pops show. up. It's buy tickets to our good. show. We're announcing it. Tickets go on sale tomorrow. Friday. Friday, the, the 13th. 13th. The day, the Federation's holiday. The Federation. The Federation it'll wants you to on, buy tickets. It'll be on our social media, various yeah. verticals. And, um, and uh, yeah. yeah. We love you. We love, love you. you. 2020. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 